he was one of the first guy in our corporate office at the covid times when covid hits and we were going through negative cash flow and we had to pay uh, the checks for the rents and um, everything you know the salary and all so at that time what he did he switched company and went to a competitor and become a director there taking all the leads along uh, he just he just not gone alone he broke the entire team into half <laughs> Welcome to Millionaire Mondays, the show where we bring you the stories of real Indian startups told by the entrepreneurs that built them. I'm Caleb Friesen, and on the show today, how Anubhav Dube and his co-founder Anand Nayak took India's national beverage, Chai, and used it to build a 500-plus location QSR chain called Chai Sutabar. Chai has been part of the Indian lifestyle for millennia, and a lot of people seem to think that the British brought tea culture to India, but that was just black tea. Indian kings, as far back as 5,000 years ago, were sipping other kinds of chai, brewed mixtures of spices and herbs, to remain alert during courtly affairs long before the British stepped foot in this country. These earlier chais were usually caffeine-free, and some of them were even classified as Ayurvedic medicines. It was only in the 1830s that black tea, which today is consumed by a majority of Indians, was introduced by the British, who imported it from China and started growing it in Assam. Today, though, Indian chai has taken on a distinct life of its own. It's a delicious mixture of milk, sugar, and masalas, and an entire industry has evolved around it. You can find chaiwalas at every railway station, bus stand, and market across the country, and many of them serve chai in small clay cups. Chai shops have become a national hangout spot where people can relax and socialize over a glass of their favorite drink. But historically, chai has always been a fragmented market. There wasn't one big dominant player controlling the chai QSR industry the way that Starbucks did with coffee in the United States. But what if there was? What would that company need to do to win the Indian chai market? Well, of course, the chai would need to be delicious, the business would need to be profitable and scalable, and also the chai would need to be affordable too. And this is where Chai Sutabar comes into the picture. Since 2016, Chai Sutabar has grown from a single location in Indore on an initial investment of 3 lakh rupees to more than 500 locations across 300 plus cities. They have a global presence now too, with three shops in Dubai and upcoming locations in Canada, the UK, and the United States, and they've done cumulative turnover totaling 150 crore rupees. Today, Anupav and Anand want to open a franchise in every country on earth, but when they first started doing business together in their school days, the scope of their ambitions was quite a bit smaller than it is today. So what we do used to do is, yes, we used to buy the second-hand mobiles and used to show off to the, uh, you know, the boys and the girls in the school and then used to sell them out on the, uh, you know, premium price. And whatever the small amount of money we get, the premium, um, we used to party with it. Is it? Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. And uh, a couple of things, you know, uh, it was just a fun. We didn't knew that we are making uh, money and we are really doing business at that point of time. Uh, but we used to understand the people's psychology and what makes people happy. You know, the customer retention and, um, you know, upselling, cross-selling. That's what we understood. Wow, that's fascinating. <laughs> And uh, what are we talking about in terms of money here? Like how much were you selling these phones for? 
इनिशियली आई रिमेंबर वी बॉट सैमसंग टैब इट वॉज वेरी न्यू एट दैट टाइम एंड लुक्स वेरी फैंसी नो इट दैट बिग एंड वी बॉट इट फॉर नाइनटीन के एंड वी सोल्ड आउट फॉर ट्वेंटी थ्री एंड फोर थाउजेंड रुपीज फॉर अस एट द स्कूल टाइम Were you in Indore at that time, or was this actually in your your hometown? It was in Indore. Okay. Mm-hmm. What did your parents think of this little uh, side hustle that you had going on? Uh, they didn't knew about it. Okay. Um, see, in Indian society, people uh, were um, very much clear and straightforward that you have to focus on your academics, not even the co-curricular. And even the co-curricular will very much, you know, um, straightforward that you have to play cricket. either you have to play volleyball or football you cannot jump into the entrepreneurship there was nothing like entrepreneurship in their mind they were very much straight for that you have to pursue um these academics and you have to be very good in the um subjects and later on try for the civil services examination and fetch the government job and get married with a very good girl i think you were on track right to become uh, an ias officer yeah i uh, i was pursuing upsc examination uh, from uh, coaching in delhi and i was i, I was really uh, thinking to become an ias officer but uh, let me tell you it is one of the toughest examination in the entire world with the least success ratio and cuz there's so much competition right yeah so much competition and you have to be very clear about the subjects you know you you don't you cannot mug up it's you have to be clear about the facts and the basic fundamentals of every subject you're going through so it was really tough uh, uh we indians are very densely populated there were uh, therefore the competition uh, uh with the numbers and uh with the intelligence as well hmm so were you excited about that trajectory in your life did you think this would be a pretty good life i could become an is officer uh like you said find a find a nice girl <laughs> settle down or were you kind of like thinking of going in a different direction even uh in like 2015 2014 uh see there there was couple of option in my mind we were puzzled uh, in the teenagers uh, uh, uh at that time most of the students are puzzled where to what to pursue you know multiple options uh, you can see your peer mates also pursuing something which is which looks very fancy at that time might not be good at this time but might look uh, might look fancy at that time uh, for example um uh, photography which looked really really fancy even it is um, uh, a very good domain to pursue at this time so um and number thing uh, i took commerce as a subject and uh, if you take commerce so you have limited options for example to pursue ca either you go for ca cs clear the um, cat examination and go for the best schools in the world best b schools in the world iims um, but i am giving the um, podcast in english but let me tell you my english is very bad my vocabulary is even worse than that so you you're doing pretty good <laughs> thank don't, don't, you don't worry <laughs> but a cat didn't think so so <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i i i uh, pursued the cat as well uh, i went for the coaching to prepare the uh, um, cat examination to get the uh, selection in the best b schools in india but couldn't make it then ca uh then went for the upsc examination uh, couldn't make it because um, 
I left in between then. Then after that, I switched to uh, entrepreneurship. Got it. Okay. So tell me about the beginnings of this uh, entrepreneurial journey in a serious way, right? Before you were kind of, it was more of a hobby, flipping phones, which sounds like it was a lot of fun, but obviously doesn't have huge potential for scale. Um, I, th- I think you had actually looked at McDonald's as sort of an inspiration, if I'm not wrong, right? You and uh, your co-founder, Anand? Yeah, McDonald's. Uh, um, not just McDonald's, but the, all the big uh, giants in the FNB, those who are selling, those who are selling franchisee and uh, running the multiple stores, um, McDonald's, Starbucks, and the other uh, Domino's, all these big giants. So um, um, at the time of uh, when I was preparing for UPSC examination, I got a call from Anand. He's the co-founder of the company and my uh, best buddy from school. So uh, 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 at that time. Um, uh he was doing business with his uh, relative and uh, um, he wanted to switch so he called me and he was really depressed sounds depressed because of some emotional uh, problem he was facing at that time so um i uh, what we indians are very emotional i'm not i'm not telling others are not but we indians are very much emotional and when it comes to the friendship we just jump into the uh, you know, uh, even whatever the event is, it is made be cruel, made be you know any of the happy events. So at that time, I just left the uh, place Delhi where I was preparing, and I came back to Indore to rescue him from the problem. What is what is the problem? So he said, I was uh, looking to switch this business and to start something new, and you promised me that, and I re- literally promised him when I was in school that we'll do business together once. So uh, he said. Now the time is, let's uh, uh, start something um, uh, very interesting. So I asked him, oh, do you have any plans? So he said, no. Uh, then we sat a couple of times and asked him, uh, uh, what, what do, you, do you really have plans? So he said, yes, I have plans. We'll sell chai. So um, what did you think of that idea initially? Because <laughs> I don't think being a chai, like selling chai is not... Uh, not really like the most glamorous yeah. uh, thing to do as a business, right? Not at all. But uh, that is the only thing which, uh, because we were failures, you know, we failed a couple of times. I failed multiple uh, things. And Anand was also in the words of shutting down the business. So we thought that the selling of tea is very easy. <laughs> and uh, this success ratio could be uh, better than the others pursue, pursued uh, domains. So uh, we just... Uh, hooked with the idea and uh, we thought yes we will sell tea now where and how and what will be the long vision how we are going to achieve our goals from this yeah because I think it's easy to sell chai Mm -hmm. but it's it might not be easy to make money from chai exactly I think that's the difference right Uh, not uh, money which we needed Hmm. exactly money you can uh, you know obviously earn money uh, by selling tea but not in the scale which we wanted so you guys uh, kind of sat down and thought, let's think of a business plan here. It was very swift planning. Uh, it was not a detailed plan. It's not like we sat with the, uh, uh, you know, paper and pen and a, and a drawing board. It just we uh, gone with the flow. Uh, it was like, just do it. Let's do it. We'll see later on how it is going to be. We'll, we'll take care of it. So, An got 3 lakh rupees uh, after... Um, um, after the bifurcation of the business. So he got three lakh rupees. We started with that. And my father didn't knew about it. 
Oh. He had no idea that I left UPSC examination. I switched from Delhi to Indore. He, he had no idea. He thought you're still in Delhi. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he used to send me uh, send me um uh money uh you know the regular expenditures. So uh, uh it was really really tough because the rentals uh, are already paid in Delhi and I was started living in Indore now. So it was very difficult to hide it from my father and my father was um very much stringent about this that you are going uh, for uh, upsc preparation and you dare not come back without clearing the examination how did you feel sort of defying his rules and expectations and and doing something that was very i mean this is very disobedient behavior <laughs> right i mean you're doing something which part of you your heart would feel like this is the right thing to do for my friend and also for my passion but on the other side you would be feeling like this is a uh, I'm really doing something that's against my parents' wishes. I was not sorry at all, but I was very much scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way of putting I, I it. I was very much scared because uh you know uh, uh I I always call this term uh, you know all the liberal family there is a daddy there is, there is a father who's very liberal and very cool uh, but whereas in our society uh we call him bap. <laughs> what's pap pap is uh, <laughs> a father who is very strict mm. and you know uh, he conveys his emotion through his uh, shoe <laughs> so uh, uh, that's what happened and um, i was very much scared but so, see this this was the only thing which i had left with uh, because uh, upsc needs very much determination discipline and consistency and i was uh, following none so i understood eventually that it is not uh, my cup of tea uh, let's sell tea so <laughs> <laughs> you you've practiced that in the, in the mirror a couple of times but uh, no I, i love this because i feel like a lot of people a lot of indian young sort of want to be entrepreneurs um the courage that you had right to actually go and do something pursue your own passion and say you know what this thing that this dream that my parents have for me is not going to work out and i want to do something for myself i feel like just that step is literally the hardest part in a way right the business will will happen you just have to start um but just taking that step and leaving True. delhi or whatever city it is for any young person watching this video um and doing your own thing i think that's really a challenging step to take it is it is indeed i mean um see you getting uh, money from your parents side they are paying for everything for your education for your in indian society pay, parents pay till wedding and even after wedding so um uh, most of the child is living in the comfort zone almost all this time so stepping out of the comfort zone is a task yeah and also i think the thing that people don't look at because you're now successful is what if you failed right now you've disobeyed your parents you've basically destroyed all of the opportunities opportunities that you had yeah. on that safe comfortable track and you've pursued something that's very risky uh your parents would call it irresponsible right and fortunately now your your parents i'm sure they're very happy that you made this decision but if you had failed this is what a lot of people would say right the mm -hmm. naysayers oh no no you know he got lucky or mm -hmm. uh he did it but i can't do it because if i if i fail then my life will fall apart mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you had that same thought going through your head i'm sure that yes. you know if this fails what's going to happen to me so um 
I um, I really learned this uh, fact that unless until you try you're not going to make it. So you have to try and you have to test and try uh, to understand where you really um, placed. I mean w- w- at what place you are good. So you have to keep trying unless until you make it. Um, you have to take the calculator race. It's not like you have to burn all the uh, assets and all the capitals you have and all the opportunities you have. You just have to try swiftly, and you have to done the trial and error until and unless you make it. Yeah. Um, it was very risky for me as well, but uh, <laughs> I was sure that uh, what 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 is the maximum thing a parents can do. But he can just use his shoe. Uh, I was gonna yeah. say, yeah, <laughs> he can pick the shoe. <laughs> that is the only thing. But your parents never want a bad thing for his child. They always pray good and want good for his pa- uh, his child. Um, it just they do not know what uh, is good for his uh, career. So you have to educate it, or else you have to prove it by doing trial and error. Okay, so you guys have this. Three lakh rupees to play with, um, not much money to play with. What did you do? How did you actually? What was the first sort of uh, step that you guys took to setting up your first location? So we uh, started hunting for a location because we were uh, going for an offline sh- setup. So the first need was to find out a location, a shop to open a cafe. Cafe. So we found out a cafe near to a girls' hostel. So it was a breakthrough <laughs> because um, we thought, and if we are able to fetch the uh, girls crowd, and boys will automatically will fall in. Was this something that you saw someone else doing, or this was just an insight that you guys came up with? This and we never saw somebody doing it, but we know that that how the society works. <laughs> that that is the attraction policy of the god, you know. So uh, it is uh, something very natural, and we know it, um, and we have seen it. So it happened. So you go to this PG, this hostel for for girls, and you approach the people who are running it, and you say, "Hey, like we are thinking to set up some chai place in your building. Are you okay with it?" And they just said yes. Uh, it was a cement uh, go down there, and uh, they were uh, uh, quite a rich uh, landlord. And we asked for the um, shop there, and they said we are ready to give, but on the premium. So we uh, took it on the premium. Okay, because you're quite young at this point, right? You're 23, was it? Yes. Yeah. So they must have looked at you and said, "Like, are you serious? Like, you want?" And we like we were uh, seven, eight people went for the rent agreements because. All, all were the friends, and we didn't knew what to read in the rent agreement. So all had a partial, partial knowledge of the rent agreement. So we all went and started reading the uh, rent agreements by one by one. Uh, everybody was confused, but we thought, let's go and sign it. So we started taking risk. We were, we used to take risk. I don't know why, but touch wood that we took the risk. Yeah, definitely, and then it all worked out. Yes, it worked out. So the so your rent, uh, your security deposit, like mm-hmm. how much of your money was already gone on that first day? Oh my god! So uh, we were facing the cash burn in the very initial days because we had three lakh rupees, and for the student, three lakh rupees was huge amount. But uh, we didn't knew that for market, it's not. Market needs more money. And for three lakh rupees, we thought, how to do it? We have seen the amazing holdings, and 
we dreamt of uh, using that holdings in our outlets you know the uh, all the glossy functional letters so we thought of using that but once we jumped in the market we asked the rates of that holding that was even more than the amount which we had <laughs> so we we had nothing at that time so we used um, uh, a wooden cut and um, uh, jot down our name chai sutta bar with a watercolor in it and hung on uh, a roof that's like what a, like a piece of wood yes a piece of wood oh, okay and uh, it was uh, it i think we didn't even use that piece of wood for one and a half month but people started uh, you know uh, calling us with the gumnam chai wala gumnam means uh, no name there's no name uh, tea shop so uh, we started this name and that's interesting that at first it was a no name chai shop no and then you chai. kind of came up with the name what was the reason why you called it chai sutta bar cuz sutta is like uh, smoke right yeah was so, it because it, it, like at that time you, anyone could sort of smoke there as well yes sutta means um, smoke but it it just rhymed and uh, we wanted to um, uh, you know our tg were, were uh, students from the very beginning and we really wanted to grab the, the attention of these people so we really thought that this word uh, of name will definitely do what we want to do and we on to the contrary we never sold out cigarette from our counters never and nor we allow, allow anyone to smoke in our premises oh, wow. we, we do anti smoking campaign wow um, but it's just a name does it just there... to inculcate the curiosity in the people's mind what's what is this uh, let's go and have a look and once the customers step into your counter then your work starts then you started uh, doing your work the, like selling your product and doing the retention game yeah well that's really interesting um is there any part of you that kind of now looking back maybe you're like ah oh, like did we really have should we have put that smoke word in the name or you uh, know it's a pain in the yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, i i get it sometimes even for me like uh, backstage with millionaires i'm like oh, uh, like this name is hard to pronounce sometimes people think we're saying millennials instead of millionaires yeah 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 you get stuck with your name yes. but but it helps in another way because it's a different true and, and it's it does csp as well yes. it really has a nice six yeah it has a nice ring to yeah, it yeah. okay so you get this first location set up mm -hmm. um seems like the strategy starts to work it's a girls hostel so then the guys are coming over um was that the strategy for the next uh, two locations in indore as well setting up in pgs or did you take a different approach um we chose the pgs only but uh, the second outlet uh, was not uh, near to the girls hostel it was near to the boys hostel itself so the girls started coming <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our, our tg was students from the very beginning so we were looking uh, a, a shop near to the girls hostel or the boys hostels only so that really helped or a location where pe where the young crowd hang out the most okay and in terms of the finances um i it seems like you had kind of put everything that you had mm -hmm. into that first location so how are you able to recoup that initial investment um and sort of like expand within the span of basically less than a year right in 2016 by the end of the year you had three locations so clearly you guys were doing something right that you were able to expand to multiple locations was it this strategy of sort of upselling to other foods on the menu or had you not come up with that strategy yet so um 
for the expansion purpose what we do uh, see uh, we uh, frankly speaking we have not done any uh, pnl and balance sheet and cash flow uh, in the initial stage because we didn't knew about it um, and we didn't knew how to manage it we didn't uh, we was not using any software to you know punch the sales and to understand the customers um, we didn't had any data uh, in the, at the very beginning but later on we understood and once we entered the uh, franchisee model from the second outlet it was franchisee model and it was it became very asset line model because in the franchisee uh, game you take money as a franchisee fees and then the royalty you don't have to invest on the cap on the infrastructure there way you save and um, expansion is very easy if uh, people are referring your product and once people started liking your product they started referring your product and the referral lead generation is one of the best lead generation in the world if somebody is going to refer you for example if your friend or your family person will refer you that chasutaba is doing amazing you can also take the franchise of them bang on especially in the indian market where trust is such an important component exactly. so you expand using this franchise model but at the same time um you guys are very new to this right uh, especially you right i think anand had a little bit more business experience but there's a lot of ways in which uh, a franchised business can go wrong mm-hmm. uh, especially when you're new to it and maybe someone takes advantage of you right they realize that you're inexperienced you're young uh, did anything like that happen or were you guys pretty lucky in that first year uh it happened and we were lucky in most and but it it happened in few so there there were a few guys who took our franchisee understood everything because we have uh you know shared the all the sops to them and all the fundas and the formulas to them and they uh just after once they have set up and started their um shop they just changed the holding and uh, uh put out their own name and started selling the franchisee but you know uh uh in indian society there is a term called karma so if you do bad it comes uh, back to you so we never did bad to anybody did you you guys didn't try to take them to court or anything uh we couldn't we cannot do that because we were very bad in the legalities at that point of time and it cost money too yeah obviously and uh, we didn't had that money so not 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 we had time <laughs> but and and i really and i truly believe that uh, rather than focusing on pulling somebody down focus on um you know throwing yourself up because you cannot deviate your energy to uh, uh, the negativity it's focus on your uh, positive energy so uh, that was our values from the very beginning and uh, we learned from our mistakes and left the things to them and left the things to karma and it happened with these people and those people okay um three locations in indoor 2016 2017 was a pretty big year for you guys though because you expanded outside of Madhya Pradesh um and actually set up your first location in Mumbai if I'm not wrong right mm-hmm. how did that go and also why did you decide to why was Mumbai the next city to expand to uh, it was not just for uh, from our choice that we start we started to we started to sell our uh, chai and started to establish our outlets every freaking corner in the world but it just the leads so leads uh, came from Mumbai um uh, so there there was there was one family uh, of sarang bhaiya and um uh, uh sunny bhaiya 
दे केम टू इंदौर फॉर डूइंग पार्टी और और अ फंक्शन एंड दे जस्ट पास्ट फ्रॉम आर शॉप एंड दे दे सॉ सो मच राश इन फ्रंट ऑफ आर शॉप दे दे थॉट दैट दे दे माइट बी सम स्टैम्पेज और सम इवेंट गोइंग ऑन सो दे केम टू आस एंड दे आस एस वी रियली वॉन्ट टू टेक यू फ्रेंचाइजी टू मुंबई एंड वी वर वेरी हैप्पी बिकॉज मुंबई वॉज वेरी न्यू टू आस एंड वी सॉर्ट ऑफ स्केयर विद द मुंबई क्राउड यू नो वी वर स्मॉल टाउनर्स एंड मुंबई वॉज अ बिग अपॉर्चुनिटी वेरी मच डेंस इन देर आर एन नंबर ऑफ स्टार्टअप्स बेटर दैन थाउजेंड थाउजेंड रेस्टोरेंट दोज आर डूइंग बेटर देन एस वी वर रियली स्केयर एंड द फर्स्ट आउटलेट विच वी ओपन इन मुंबई वॉज इन अ प्लेस वेर देर वर नो शॉप्स नो ओपन शॉप देर ऑल क्लोज शटर्स एंड देर इज ओनली वन शॉप चार सौ टबार इन इन बिटवीन सो वी वर दैट मच स्केयर बट from the very beginning very uh, uh, first day we started selling like there was queues there were multiple queues in the front of shop heavy footfall in a popular qsr like jai sutabar's first mumbai location are a sign that your restaurant business is sure to succeed however there is one unintended byproduct of the success which a lot of first time restaurant owners overlook and that's end of day reconciliation the more orders your restaurant fulfills in a day the taller that stack of paper receipts gets by the evening and when your restaurant closes for the night staff can sometimes end up spending hours reconciling each receipt with the software billing amounts to ensure that all of the sales for the day add up and there isn't anything missing. With this video's sponsor Explorex though, the arduous end of day reconciliation process is simplified to just a couple of minutes. Because they offer integrated POS and MPOS to track daily transactions and the financial health of your restaurant, reconciliation becomes a breeze for your staff, allowing them to focus on their jobs instead of having to worry about tallying up transactions after they've spent the entire day on their feet. This leads to happier, more productive employees and therefore more satisfied customers and ultimately better restaurant efficiency overall. If you want to learn more about Explorex and the streamlined reconciliation process that they offer through their operating system for restaurants called Bridge, then click on the link in the description down below. And now, on with the podcast. What is it about Chai Sutabar that gets people to line up like that? Cuz it seems like in Indore the same thing was achieved, then you brought it to Mumbai, same thing, there's a queue. It's a caffeine at the cheapest rate. <laughs> I, I I get it. People love chai, but like there's a number of chai wallas that you can buy chai yeah. from. Why, why chai sutabar? What is the? Is it the vibe? Is it the price? Uh, is it the brand? It's a combine of everything. Uh, it's the combination of uh, product, which is uh, you know at its best uh, quality, and price is very much competitive. As I told you, we started for rupees seven. now it's 15 the double the price but still we are beating the inflation and fighting the inflation i would say and the vibe vibe is very important for the youngsters apart apart from uh, where they are going to socialize not on the social networking even the google had the offline stores now so human needs the physical touch and there where chasuta world comes in it, it's almost like filling this need that i think where i'm from in canada We have Starbucks, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you want to go, you have Tim Hortons more. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know it. You know <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I know my competitors very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, you guys are actually expanding to Canada. Yeah, we'll yeah. get to that a little bit later mm-hmm. on. Um, <laughs> that's great, though. But yeah, 
Tim Hortons and Starbucks, if you're a little bit more posh, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a third space, so you can mm-hmm. actually go there. You don't even need to order anything. You can exactly. just sit down, hang out with your friends. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you will try to order a donut or a coffee or whatever, maybe a, a tea, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's sort of like... we it's, ha- a, it's, it's called social proof. Uh, when somebody sits in your shop, in front of your shop, and people see there is a crowd, so they have something in their brain uh, that what is this shop and why it is running so nicely? Let's go and check it out. And when they uh, come to our counter, rest everything is done by our salesman in the front. Yeah. I heard though that um, I thought this was a really interesting technique, uh, especially in the early days. I think word of mouth marketing has been really important for you guys. Mm-hmm. But you and Anand actually took it to like the literal level of like you would walk around and like talk loudly about Chai Sutta Bar, yes. hoping that people would like overhear you. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, like, where did you come up with that? <laughs> it just... Uh, and see, did it work? It worked. I, 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 we cannot do the impact analysis, but I really think it worked because whenever you go and, you know, talk about something uh, to each other in a little higher tone... People definitely, people have this interest to know what people, other people are talking. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yes, we did. And I don't know uh, whether it worked or not, but I truly believe that it had worked. People do, uh, yeah, they sort of, yes, yes, either intentionally or unintentionally eaves, eavesdrop on people's conversations. Yes, because I always think uh, uh, to myself, if, uh, if two of them will talk, I will definitely go into listen if I don't have any work. And if there is a room... And they will uh, speak something which is very even, you know. Chai Tabar is a very different, and 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 it's 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 a suggestion, uh, unsaid suggestion, and uh, you know uh, it's a referral sort of. Okay, let's go to uh, Chai Sutabar. It's one of the uh, happening place in the city now. It's recently opened. Let's go and ha- have a look. There, there there are beautiful girls all around. So that that's what we used yeah, to do. Yeah, if I'm just sitting and I'm and I'm sort of reading a book or something, and I hear you saying that, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be like, Chasutaba is an amazing place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we should go there. <laughs> I'm like, what, what, is, what is he saying? What's that place? And then I pull out amazing my phone. Amazing place, amazing food. Everybody should go there. Let's go there right now. After the movie, we'll go there. <laughs> and then I go on my Google Maps and I'm like, where? And you will check the reviews. And we had very amazing reviews. Oh yeah, yeah. Was that just uh, organic, or did you ask people? To- uh we asked the people, and uh, it was not too much organic, to be very frank. Oh no. We, we, uh, we, I am very much rich with my friends, and I have hundreds of friends. So uh, I asked everyone and I made a group uh, and asked everybody uh, in the Facebook to just to rate my um, um, uh, bar and they have rated five stars. And even somebody rated one star, the averaging is not more less than 4.9 or 4.8. So that was the reason. Oh, this is really, this is cool. So this is like inorganic growth hacks, basically. Yeah. Uh, were there any more of those like little sort of jugads, things that you were able to do to help accelerate the growth uh, we have done multiple i mean uh, for example uh, nowadays for example people are using a digital uh, platform to expand and market their product so uh, we always wanted to uh, uh, market our product in uh, in the creators domain in the creators community but the creator community are way more expensive what we thought so we had this idea uh, at the at the time of covid um, we reached out to a couple of uh, creators and these creators were charging a hell lot of money. 
so i asked my team just do one thing go and start commenting on these creators call anubhav dubey sir so <laughs> they started co- commenting call anubhav dubey sir call anubhav dubey multiple times so the creator uh, team had this uh, curiosity who is he and they read the comments yeah, they and do they read the comments and they reached out to us and then it's our game <laughs> wow that's amazing you're sort of reversing the roles there you're not reaching out to them begging them for a spot on their content yes they're reaching out to you yes. and that actually does totally change the dynamic mm-hmm. even if maybe you end up paying them some money i'm not sure if you did but like the amount that you have to pay when they're the one reaching out to you it completely it is changes it's negotiable then yes exactly so sounds like the way that you guys were expanding right with this franchise led model um it's sort of uh it allows you to sort of be lean as a team right you don't need to because you're not doing the company owned approach you don't need to have your own staff at every location um mm-hmm. how did you go about building a team though um and i guess everyone was sitting out of indoor right mm-hmm. lean but very fit team we need um so uh, yes we uh hired one guy at the very beginning with the name of manoj um he was the one uh who worked his ass off i mean 18 hours a day um um he 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 was often guy who used to you know uh clean uh, a dentist store uh manage the queue he was a queue manager in uh, at, at a dentist store so uh, we asked him to join us so he joined and he asked me um uh, we were unable to pay him a salary of 2 month and he was so good that he didn't take uh, took money for two months uh, but he asked me um what is my future so i sort of promised him that uh, you will get your home built even before i make mine and it happened how did you, how did you feel making that promise though because that's a now you have a lot of pressure on your shoulders right um i mean i had the pressure but i don't know uh, i had this confident that uh, we are going to do it and um if it happened then only i'm going to make my house so uh, touchwood he, he owns a house now um he's very happy uh, unfortunately he's unable he is going to step uh, foot without his parents in this house but i truly believe that he, they are blessing from um somewhere and he's really happy and this is one case uh, where we get the loyalty of a customer our, our our employee and to the reverse of it there's one more case where there was a guy uh who was brother to me he 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 was like brother to me uh he was one of the best friends of my cousin so he asked uh, me to step into the business uh, uh as a sales guy and we permitted him he was one of the first guy in our corporate office and he knew everything because he was leading from the core team at the covid times when covid hits and we were going through negative cash flow and um uh, we had to pay uh, the checks for the rents and um, everything you know the salary and all um so at that time what he did he switched company and he not just switched company to another company but went to a competitor and become a director there oh taking all the leads along uh it was uh, a big um you know 
emotional setback for me as a person because i because he was like a brother to me and uh, he gone he just he just not gone alone he broke the entire team into half did he take some people with him too yeah yeah and not just the people but the leads also so uh, he merged with that company and started doing it and uh, as i said it's karma now that company is in the verge of insolvency and um, we left that part and we never took any action uh, legally that he stole in the leads and all but we left that part and just focus on our goal again and we restarted building it we took it as a lesson that we have to make sure that whosoever comes in on our company we have to make the due diligence and the legal compliances uh, on paper yeah got to protect yourself yes so that was our lesson and touchwood uh, we have all the you know one of the best team i say in the world i have i literally believe people work uh, like some people work even after um, you know um, even after the uh, office timings even after 7 sometimes there is one guy called uh, rahul manloi i i think he might be in touch with you he works even after uh, office time uh, the way also works after and there are people really works uh, with their heart and i am blessed to have these kinds of people around me yeah it's uh, culture comes from the top so um you mentioned though the pandemic that was when this guy kind of uh, left and you know unfortunate situation but um just before the pandemic hit i think there was a really cool moment where you guys decided to expand not just to another state or another city but outside of india to dubai tell me that story how did that happen um why did you guys decide to make that like that's a huge decision right um and i feel like oversight over such a franchise location is going to be more challenging but also very exciting to know that you guys have a footprint uh, in another country challenges are there in every city you know um india has such a big geographical boundaries so every city every uh, city has their own languages culture you know taste buds so we didn't feel the difference when it comes apart from the legalities and the incorporation of the company um i was the first one to stepping out of the country in my family so um, it was a de- dream for me you know um indian society um uh, is made in a way that you have certain goals very fixed and you inherit from the very beginning that one is you have to build your own house you have to own a luxury car you have to get married with a good girl and you have to go a foreign trip with your own money so uh, that was the very first time when we were uh, stepping out of the country and dubai was fascinating for for us in it is one of the uh, it is a place where most of the indian lives you know uh, uh, the um indians are very much in at that in that country we call it uh, uh, the cleanest city of india <laughs> we we hail from indore it is the cleanest city of india but uh, laughingly we call it uh, the cleanest city of india dubai because there are so many indians and um, for us um, it was very difficult uh, to penetrate in the dubai market because they are very much stringent 
Oh wow, very very much. Stronger. I thought it would. I thought it would have been easier because there's a lot of Indians, Bangladeshis, Pakistanis. They all love chai, right? Yes, but as a product, it is it is very easy. But to but for as far as the operation is concerned, it is very difficult. Oh wow. Tell me about some of those operational complexities. My God, so Dubai works um, uh, in the norms of FDA, Food and Drug Association of America, and even to chop a different uh, kind of stuff, you have to own a different uh, colored knife. You cannot use your hand to open the tap to wash your hand. You have to use your uh, knee to push it. So it was damn difficult, and even after getting uh, trained. you have to retrain your uh, employees from an agency which is government approved you have to take the compliances done you have to do the due diligence done you have to follow each and every rules one rule breaked and you are blacklisted from the dubai government oh wow it was that difficult how often do they do audits eh uh, quite often quite often my god it is very damn difficult country and uh, and the best part it is good for the consumers you know because um <laughs> there, 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 there because there is a boundaries because not everybody can enter because you cannot um you know sell bad things for example we uh, sell chai in kullar that kullar is uh, made up of um uh, clay so that was not allowed in the dubai so so we took uh, the lab, lab we went to the laboratory and uh, done the laboratory test and came out clear because they were asking about the lead contents in every unit so it was damn difficult brother i can't tell you but fortunately we are able to do it and uh, we started in 14 january 2020 just before covid and now we have three outlets and fourth is also coming oh nice congratulations thank you um before we talk about the pandemic cuz i think that's an interesting story in and of itself mm-hmm. um but this sort of stringency right this uh high level of hygienic uh, standards that they have in dubai Uh it's just a I'm just curious to know your thoughts um because you said it's good for the consumer right do you think it would be beneficial if India implemented similar standards for um food and beverage locations in the country um it would be very disruptive obviously it is very disruptive and I don't know how um it is going to be uh, uh because India is a huge market and it not just a, a high class premium um Uh, restaurants but the street vendors are also there so i don't know uh, how uh, it might put them out of business right yeah 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 and uh, uh, in india people are uh, very much um, inclined towards jugar and everybody is able to do it so some <laughs> somehow they are going to find the loopholes and they are going to go away with the rules and regulations true true but we indians are uh, keep the hygiene as a most priority at 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 least at the at the place of um uh, food. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 2020 pandemic hits, you have just expanded to Dubai. Uh you're also growing in India, right? Things are going well for your business. Um and then COVID-19 happens. What kind of impact did that have on your business? All the shops were closed because food was one of the thing which can spread the cross contamination very easily. and we have uh, sort of kept um our raw materials in our godowns and uh they had the expiries and almost all the uh foods which has which which were very much uh, you know perishable they were expired we have to throw it 
and some we have distributed because we thought we didn't knew how long it is going to be so we distributed it to the uh, people those who are in need and we have to pay the checks as i told you and it was damn difficult time but somehow we jumped into the digital uh, domain uh, our shutter was closed but our laptops were open and we were uh, working like um, 11 to 7 um, but during covid we were working almost all the hours because people were free what they will do they 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 had different different ideas let's do this let's do this so we were on the call almost all the time and we were exploring all the domains so it was fun it was pain but it was a learning experience at the end yeah so you guys like uh really did an incredible job with your social media you went from i believe your ch- your youtube channel had around 26k subscribers pre pandemic mm-hmm. now you guys are at 2.6 lakh mm-hmm. uh i think your own personal instagram you're at something like 3. something lakh mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so you guys have sort of blown up and you've built your everything is sort of built around you as a personality which i think is a smart move Um how did you come up with that though why didn't you make content for example around the chai or around the brand why was it you I think uh um stories even more easier than selling chai <laughs> so if one if somebody connects with you it's easy to uh, you, you are the one who's representing brand right and people get connected with the humans better than the things so uh, I think uh, to connecting a human with me will be easy rather than connecting with the company so that's what uh, we thought and we started doing the self branding and it worked was it a natural thing for you to do though getting in front of the camera did you feel comfortable doing that or like it, or, and even getting up on stage too right it was not around easy for me uh, i was very much stage shy person because uh, in my school days my class teacher used to ask me to go uh, in the stage and lead the thought of the day and i used to bunk because uh, you know entire thought of the day is in the english and my english is so weak even today so <laughs> i used to bunk and stage fear was uh, something which uh, was haunting me since my childhood but um, uh, it 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 was difficult because i used to mug up i have to say what i memorized now i have to say what i have done so it's completely quite easy so w- once you do something it's easy to tell because you express what happened to you it's entire body language tells the story and when you mug up it's just your mouth so from for me it became easy because we kept on doing and kept on telling our story and people liked it people applauded uh, people appreciated people hugged uh, people messaged people uh, you know Uh, came tra- traveled uh, thousand thousand kilometers to just to meet us so you know it encouraged to go on stage and again and again yeah i'm sure that that gives and you and it converted the leads as well <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing the business um but yeah i'm sure that that also gives you a lot of confidence that mm-hmm. hey we're on the right track here um mm-hmm. and we have people who are supporting us mm-hmm. uh so much so that you decided not just to expand within india i mean you already did that experiment in dubai before the pandemic but you thought let's keep doing that right uh, so like you said three locations in dubai today and i think you've also it seems like you've sold territories or you've you've sold licenses to franchise in the us the uk 
and uh, Canada. Canada, my home country, yes. which is very cool. Yes. Um, do let me know once you set up your first. Uh, the first call is coming to you very, very soon. Okay. <laughs> Looking forward, taking on Tim Hortons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also, I think there's also uh, you have a location in Oman, is it? Or you sold the license for Oman? We sold the license in Oman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think about? Like, I just think it's really inspiring and incredible that you guys, as a very organic Indian business, right? It's just, you know, it was just you and Anand and then your third co-founder, Rahul, as well. Um, you know, you guys just started this thing with three lakh rupees. Um, and now you're going global. I mean, what would you say to young Indian entrepreneurs who aren't sure if they should actually expand outside of the country? I would repeat the sentence what... Um, um Jeff Bezos has to say, uh, this is Indian time and Indian entrepreneurs time has just begun. It just begun. And whatever this, our seniors has done, we are learning from them. And whatever the juniors are coming with is something which we have to learn. So uh, amazing time. Um, we, whatever the products we are making, it will be consumed in India because India is a huge market. But we, Indian entrepreneurs, have to keep one thing in mind that whatever the products we are making, it has to be competitive enough in the global market. Because we are next to a neighbor to a country which is known as the manufacturer to the world, but we are be becoming that. We are taking that label to our country now. So um, uh, it's it just a foreign country's... Uh, big companies which are coming to India, but there, is, there are companies which is big, building big in India itself. The exactly. Indian companies which are going global. The, the way we take uh, the name of Apple and uh, uh, Tesla in India, uh, uh, the UK and US people will be taking Indian companies' name, for example, Tata's name and Reliance and Adani's name in their country. I look forward to that. So I've, I've read some articles somewhere where you said that the next big milestone, the thing that you guys are trying to accomplish right now is setting up 1,500 stores. I think at the moment you have upwards of 500 stores across 300 cities. Mm -hmm. How long is it going to take you, you think, just ballpark uh, a couple of years maybe to get to that milestone? And also what are the things that might need to change uh, in the business in order to enable that to happen? So, um, see, we are not just uh, focusing on the expansion, but we are focusing on the sustainability as well. And sustainability is the real game. Uh, and uh, when it comes to the different market, we have to study the market. We have to do the proper R&D before opening our own store. So the R&D takes time. And how much uh, time it will take, it cannot be said at this point of time. Every market is unique. And we have to go through everything, maybe rentals, maybe culture, people, taste, but everything we have to go through the thousand of parameters which we have to study before opening the shop. So it might take time, but um, I'm very much confident that uh, this is a revolution which we started as a company. Uh, 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 earlier, it is the highest consumer beverages on the planet after water. You know, so uh, there's no such company who's selling just chai and known uh, by their product chai so starbucks is known by the coffee not by the chai there's no company why not to make one and and not just a big company in india but the a company from india representing the global market that's what we are looking for 
That was Anupav Dubey, co-founder of Chai Sutta Bar. And by the way, even though Anupav is actively expanding his business outside of India, he himself has no plans on using his newfound wealth to relocate to another country. One thing that I've noticed, um, that a trend that seems to be changing, is there was this concept of brain drain, right? Where mm -hmm. a lot of the most intelligent, successful Indians would actually leave the country to go get jobs outside, right? Mainly to US or they would go to UK, get a job in London. Um, and you as a successful entrepreneur who's built a business in India for India, but now also for the rest of the world, you've seen other countries, right? You've gone to Dubai, you've gone to other places. Um, was there ever this uh, sort of inclination that, hey, maybe I'm going to build this business here in India, but then I'm going to use the profits and, and sort of my income to go and move outside and, and, and build my life outside of India? People might go to other country. Uh, they might live in one country, but my product can live in almost all the countries, representing me as a person, representing us as a company. So why? I mean, there's endless opportunities in India. There's big market in India. Uh, um, there, there might be some reason why people migrate. Uh, might be some reason, might be valid reason. But I truly be, uh, believe that I don't know about the past, but this is the time of Indian entrepreneurs. Everybody is saying that, and we can feel that vibrations in India. People are earning good. The uh, standard of living is really going high. And uh, there, there's a phrase in Hindi when we sell our product. We say. Um, because I because we sell uh, Kullar. Yes. yes. So it, it's a the patriotism in uh, Indian entrepreneurs, and we are not going to leave our country. We are going to work here, and we will make sure whatever the products we are making here will be consumed in all over the world. Thank you so much for watching or listening to the podcast this week. I'm recovering from a bit of a viral fever, and so that's why my voice sounded a little bit different in this episode than it usually does, but I really appreciate you guys sticking with me through this episode, and I will see you in the next one.